Welcome to the VC Podcast, episode number 27. I'm your host for today, Andrew. Our regular host, Zach, is enjoying some much-deserved time away from us this week. We hope he's having a great week, and we have missed him, and I'm sure you will by the time we finish this podcast <laughs> as well. I'm joined today by Crystal, um, Holly, and Luke. How are you all doing today? Doing good, buddy. Good to be here. Great. And I want to say hi to Zach. Oh, shout out to Zach. Shout out, Zach, buddy. We miss you. We know we know we you're do. listening. We miss you. And it took us like 20 minutes to even set this podcast up without Zach. I mean, mm. Andrew and Luke did a great job. They did great. <laughs> yeah. All those button clicking things happening. Uh, assuming you're hearing this, then I guess we did okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, th- consider this your midweek checkpoint for Valley Creek. We're going to talk a little bit about last week, a little bit about this week, and then we are going to talk about some announcements. And so first, let's begin just by talking a little bit about last Sunday as we've gone through our Unbroken series here at Valley Creek. Uh, Last Sunday, we spent some time looking at Exodus chapter 3, the story of Moses and the burning bush, um, about how, seeing there, how God sees, hears, and acts to deliver his people, and he invites us to join him in that mission, just as he did Moses. And so as we think about that, we have some discussion questions, which I printed off. They are in the printer. And so we will just go and find those now as we produce this live on air. This is great. It makes it even better. It's like improv. You're going to find it in a minute. Nope. You can do it. it. Right now. All right. So question as we think about last week and the sermon is this how is it comforting to know that god sees hears and acts to deliver his people good question not everybody at once (laughs) (laughs) sorry could you repeat the question how is it comforting to know that god sees hears and acts to deliver his people I think it's just a reminder that he's working on our behalf. Yeah, it, it is. And I, I think for me, it's it's very much about knowing that that he is in control. He's sovereign and he mm-hmm. he's he's always on my side. He's got me. Right. So mm-hmm. it's very comforting for me to know that he sees everything that goes on. He already knows what kind of dumb choices I'm going to make, but he chooses to still love me and 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 be there to, to back me anyways uh, very very mercifully big god with with lots of grace especially for a person like me yep and me like i like to be in control of things but i also know how bad i can mess things up so that's comforting to know that he's he's got it it's not me at all yeah it's comforting and also though it's as we looked at moses's story it's challenging that he calls us, he invites us to join him in his mission of what he's doing. Um, And so as we think about that, God inviting us to join in his mission, what would you all say are some barriers? We see in Moses's life that he kind of has some obstacles that he has to overcome, some questions that he wants answered with God. What do you think are some barriers that kind of keep us at times from jumping in with God and his mission where he's called us to to serve him? I think for me, that would be just a little bit of fear because I don't yeah. want to mess up. And so even though I know he's in control and I know he has a greater plan, 
when he calls for a change or calls for a move, I automatically draw back and I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm equipped. I don't think I can do it. I don't Mm -hmm. think I'm prepared when in reality, it's not about me at all. It's all about him and he will equip. So that's right. Yeah. It's a huge one for me. Fear and control are, are two huge roadblocks for me. I'm constantly battling a fear or an anxiety or something that's brought on by the fear that I have. But um, it's always amazing to me that every Sunday, as terrified as I am to lead worship or as terrified as I am to, to get in front of people and stuff like that, I always get to say, God, you won a battle. And it, it kind of keeps me going, you know, to know that, that God is on my side, that he gets me through it, and he wins those battles weekly for me and daily for me and minute by minute for me. Because, yeah, Crystal's 100% right. Yeah, fear's a big one for me. Yeah, I think it can be really challenging there. As we look at Moses, as he talks back and forth with God there at the burning bush, he was concerned. One of his concerns, he said, you know, God, what if I can't do it? What if, you know, I'm not I'm not a good speaker. I'm not um, capable of standing up and giving a, a speech before the Pharaoh. Lord, what if I can't do it? And every time he had questions for the Lord, the Lord, though, would remind him, I can do it, right? Mm-hmm. You might not be able to, you might be weak, or you might struggle, but I'm able, and I'm with you. And we saw how God was promising all along to be with us as we go on mission for him. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. as we kind of think about God's presence with us, how he promises that to us as we follow his plan, we're going to look a little more even this coming week as we think forward to this Sunday. We're talking about how God dwells with his people. We're going to be looking at God's presence and what that means for us as his people as we look at it through the story of the Israelites as they came out of slavery in Egypt and God was with them. And at different times, depending on their heart, that presence of God was received and responded to by them at in different ways, depending on the condition of their hearts. And that's what we're going to kind of take a little bit of a look at this coming Sunday. Moving on now to some announcements. Um, this Saturday, we have coming up for our kids a day camp here at Springfield Road Campus. Uh, Crystal, would you like to share a little bit more about what that's going to look like? Sure. So this day camp is going to be for third through sixth graders. So the sixth graders are, it's kind of like their little going away event because they're moving into youth. So it's kind of that transition time for them. Um, And we're also partnering with two other churches for this event. So we're working with Gilead Baptist Church and Cecilia Baptist Church. Um, We're following all kinds of protocol for safety. Um, I'm in charge of that. Um, huh go figure (laughs) of course you are (laughs) Um, so yeah it's going to be a great time we're just digging into the scripture just learning about um, relying on God and trusting in him Um, and it's going to be great fun lots of games lots of water we're having water games Andrew Hilly yeah and just a good time all right sounds like a good time I know our kids are signed up and ready for that event coming up this Saturday they are Grayson is. Grayson tells me every day, one more day or two more days. All week yep. he's, he's been like, Aww. five more days. And I'm like, all right, Gray. We have a countdown. How many sleeps? That's right. Now, calm it, Grayson. We know you're going. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, also coming up this weekend, we have a student meetup here at Springfield Road for our students in grades 6 through 12. That will be as we've been doing it on Sunday evening at 6 o'clock. And so students, grades 6 through 12, hope you'll come out and be a part of that. And if you know students in those grades, then 
invite them to come out and be a part of that as well. We've been having a good time on Sunday nights, uh, just looking at the scriptures, having some small group time, having some fun together, and sharing in in that together. It's been good for our students to be able to be together and Mm -hmm. to walk through the Word together. Moving on, then uh, we've got a night of worship coming up October 18th. And looking forward to that. Luke, you want to share a little bit more yes, about that? October 18th uh, be Sunday night, 5 p.m. here at Springfield Road. We are we are looking after discussions this week. Isn't that right, Holly? Yes. Uh, we are actually, what? I should say, after some discussions and even my own, um, just kind of soul-searching and trying to figure out if Jesus is even enough for me, I think we, we're going to go a route that was discussed and strip it down some and just go with a very acoustic set and really just talk about surrender and, and making sure that Jesus is enough for us, that we don't have to have a big show to worship. So I'm excited about it. That'll be so much fun. If you guys could see Holly's face. <laughs> <laughs> just really excited about that. I am too. And the more I think about it, the more the more that I realize a lot of times, again, fear, a lot of it comes back to fear for me just going out on a limb and pouring myself into worship. And sometimes people people don't follow that, right? People don't do the same thing that Luke does, or even they worship. Holly made a great point this week where people worship in many different ways. And sometimes it's not singing, it's being in a moment. And so I realized this week uh, certain things about me and comes back to fear. And realistically, we don't have to have big drum fills and all this other stuff to make worship happen. And, and it's it's just about given everything you've got to, to Jesus, regardless of what you've got to worship with, to sing with. So uh, we're going to make that happen, and I'm excited about it. We're going to have a stripped-down service outside. I think we're looking at weather permitting on the hill. Uh, it's going to be a fun night, I think. We're going to set up some fire pits and, you know, roast some olives, eat some grams and chocolate. and. Well, is that really part of it, or did you I'm just not say sure. that? I just felt I, like I don't throwing think that that's in there. part of it. <laughs> I mean, if somebody brings... I guess it is now. Somebody brings some marshmallows. Okay, and, I promoted it. I'll provide some more yeah, stuff. Then, <laughs> just right, like chocolate yeah. and graham. Yeah, we're looking forward to that time uh, up, on the, up on the hill here yeah. at Springfield Road and being able to worship together, like you said, focusing on how we can surrender. Like you said, it's not about any of... All of the other things, and even as we, as we think about that, right? I mean, because we're we're worshiping the Lord when we have the when we have a full band and we have this huge crescendo in the music, mm-hmm. and ha- that moves us powerfully, right? And we can we can worship the Lord when we, you know, like you say, have a stripped down situation as well. Yeah. And so we're just going to keep the focus on Him yeah. as we move forward on in everything we do. Right? That's what we want to do. So think that is it for our official business and announcements this morning <laughs> on the pod, on the VC podcast. And so now we have a very important dis- question to discuss, and it is, if animals could talk, which would be the rudest? I think we can all agree on cats for our answer. Yes, I would definitely say cats. And why? I feel like... And, of course, I'm a dog person, but I feel like dogs are givers and cats are takers. Like, what can you do for me kind of <laughs> smug little animals? Yeah. I mean, smug. send your hate mail to Holly at valleycreekbaptist.org because I know cat people out there are going to be enraged that I have said yes, all that's this. That's holy but. with an extra L. 
Holy with one more L. That's right. I just don't understand the the logic behind the cat's thinking, I guess, because like Coco, our cat that stays in the garage. She works hard for your family. She does. She works very hard for our family, per my wife. Shout out Nicole Hines. uh, Oh, you just did a pun right there. I, I did? Per my wife. Per. Oh, oh. Is it? My wife. oh gosh! Either Nobody way, <laughs> <laughs> either way, like Coco went through this season where we she would come up to us and be like, "Hey, pet me," and we'd reach down to pet her, and then she would just flip out and attack our hand. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "What are you like, doing, oh, yeah. cat? Like, you, do you want to love on us and share a mutual?" But she just, I don't know. She's She's had several kittens since then, and maybe she's toned down some, or she just hates us, so I don't know. Spay, neuter, Luke, please. Um, And I feel like we need to point out that it's interesting that Andrew, are you sending a text right now? No, I'm not. I feel like it's interesting that Andrew came up with a pet question, an animal question. Deep down inside. It did not have to be a pet question. No. Well, it's an animal question. I mean, it's just interesting to me that. Do, Maybe I, I have a question. Around. Do any of us disagree about the cat? And would be an answer. Would you say like a gorilla or something? No, but I did Google because I, I knew that was the question, and somebody said, and most of the most of the answers on Google were cats, even from cat yeah. people. Yeah. But somebody said an owl. Oh mm. yeah. Mm. I don't think owls are rude. I just think they're smart. I think they're smart. They are kind they're of a aloof. little intimidating. Yeah. Even they if you aloof. look in their face, but they're like. I don't like, think they mean mm. to be. Mm-hmm. They just are what they are, and if you can't catch up, the heart so of be an it. Owl. Mm. Maybe they're related to cats. Mm. What about alligators, though? Because mm. mm. they've got right. all those teeth yes. and no yeah. toothbrush. That's right, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that is. All right. Mama, Mama said alligators are angry because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So consensus seems to be seems to be cats from most yeah. of our panel here today. Or a panel. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's on a panel to mm. work. Sounds nice. Yeah. It does sound nice. Hmm. Hmm. I'll have to change do that a nice panel list. discussion. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. Any final closing thoughts? Nope. I've got nothing. All right. If not, then I will close us in prayer. Thank you for joining us today on the VC podcast. And as always, you can stay up to date by visiting vcbc.org with all the latest announcements and sermons and live streams. And we look forward to worshiping together on Sunday, whether that is in person or online as well. Uh, Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for this day, for your blessings on us today, God for giving us life and and breath today to to serve you and to worship you and to follow you. We pray that you would help us today to see where you're inviting us to join your mission, Lord, and to step in and to step out into that call, Lord, and to follow you faithfully, Lord, trusting that every time you call us, Lord, you give us promises, Lord, of a plan and your presence with us, God. And so we just pray that as we go, that we know that you are going with us and that we walk in faith and obedience to be who you've called us to be. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.